Welcome in everybody to a uh, victory, a loss uh, from the Browns, uh, twenty-nine to twelve against the Denver Broncos. My name is Andrew Spade. I'm joined by Brad Ward. Um, we will dive into all of this uh, tonight. Um, it's a disappointing loss that I think uh, didn't, you know, didn't ever. I mean, I think there was a point, Brad, in the in the third quarter, just before the cheap shot that knocked DTR out of the game, where it felt like. Maybe they had gotten the tide turned around and the quarterback was really starting to see it and throw it well. And uh, just as soon as you started to have those thoughts of hope, uh, the game got away from them and and it ended up being a pretty lopsided loss because of what happened once uh, he was injured. So, um, you know, it's I, to me, it's hard to be too upset about a game that they were very much in until that injury. But at the same time, it felt like a game that they could have won, maybe arguably should have won, that they didn't win. And so... Hard not to be a little bit frustrated that an opportunity uh, against a, a lesser opponent, I think we would agree, uh, got away from them there. Yeah, it's extremely disappointing. Uh, you know, it's hard to – I don't feel too bad about this one. The Browns – all right, so I'm going to kind of shape this narrative like this, I guess, a little bit of how I felt watching – how beat up the Browns were appear to be at this point in the season, right? So you see Cooper walking off, you've got Ward out, you've got DTR taking that shot, he's bleeding, he's got a concussion, you've got uh, Garrett playing uh, only partial snaps. This is coming into a week where you played back-to-back uh, AFC North, North opponents, physical, physical games, and then you go play an altitude. It's not an excuse, but it is a... Um, they're beat yeah, up, man. They're, they're beat up. It's not an ideal situation. They're very beat up, mm -hmm. and uh, this is a team that is rolling. They are not a, they're not a great football team, but they're doing enough right now to win. I mean, the Browns fumbled the ball five times today. Yep. Uh, you know, three times they gave it away. They just, yes, they were in the game. They've got to stop giving up, giving up fourteen points to start the game. Yeah. Right. Uh, like they've got to figure that out. Like, and even the guys on who were awful. The Fox broadcast was just terrible, awful again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark Sanchez is an absolute douche, but they um, they did point out, you know, that the Browns are giving up points in the first quarter and then adjusting, right? And yes. uh, like, there's only so long that you can get away with that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and play from behind, and it bit them today. Uh, the drops were bad again, five, five plus drops again. Yep. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, so there's a lot to dive into here. None of it. Great. Yeah. Uh, I do agree. I will say this, listen, this team fights, they fought again today. Mm -hmm. They fought back. Um, and then, you know, D the shot to DTR and you have to bring out, uh, PJ Walker, who yep. literally is a walking turnover came in and fumbled the ball twice, once to the other team. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to make a lot out of the uh, reverse when they're yeah. only down five. That's going to be, you know, the the Stefanski. A lot of people are going to be pitchforks for Stefanski on that call. I don't like the call, Andrew. I, 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 I don't. But um, 
somebody didn't block it. If you're going to call it, yeah. you have to execute it properly, right. right? Like, I mean, that yes. So, so yeah. Um, let's well, let's talk about the quarterback yeah. first, right? Because yeah. I, th I think let's start Sorry. there. Because yeah. no, no, no. I, there's a lot to dig into here, yeah. so we, we want to get to it all, and I think that is absolutely the call. But I think the reason that call hurt so bad is because it came right on the the shoulders of DTR getting knocked out of the game, right? It, it was he got he gets hurt. And and there's a penalty that advances the ball. They've got a chance. They they're moving. They're down five. And you're thinking, well, they've been able to run the ball well. So if they can run the ball and PJ can hit a few throws and the defense can basically hold the Broncos scoreless, maybe they've got a recipe here. And they have immediately turn it over. So, but I think that a lot of the emotion about that play call is about losing another quarterback to injury. So let's start there. Dorian Thompson Robinson, another rough start. You know, the first few drives not getting a ton of help from his receivers throughout the game, continued to make impressive throws into tight windows, uh, several throws that I think if they had been caught would have gone for gains. I'm thinking specifically of that David Njoku crosser that he fit into an almost invisible window, and and, and uh, Njoku juggled it and then dropped it. Um, I thought we saw real strides forward from from the, the young man today, and it, it's kind of what I expected give, going against a – a, a reasonable defense after two straight games, you know, back in week four and then against the Steelers where he was overmatched by top 10 defenses. Uh, obviously now he's, he's ruled out with a concussion. So he'll be in protocol. It feels unlikely that he will be able to play next Sunday. So now you're faced with a situation, Brad, where they're probably going to have to get Joe Flacco ready to play after he's been with the organization less than two full weeks on the road against Los Angeles when they, they're, as far as I know, they're not even coming back to Cleveland, right? They're going to no. stay in LA for the week. So just, you know, talk to me a little bit about the magnitude of the challenge. I know that Flacco's a vet and can probably get there, but, but this is an uphill climb again for them going into this game against the Rams, who, by the way, just put it on the Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and a, a team that, you know, the Cardinals, who are were looking very different with Kyler right. Murray, who was playing right. well coming into right. today, so an impressive win actually. So you, they're going to go play the Rams, right? They're going to go stay at UCLA or whatever and work out mm -hmm. there at Westwood or whatever. So, um, and you have to get Flacco ready now. I noticed he did have the uh, the earpiece in today, so he was listening to everything. That helps a little bit, I think, uh, play calling wise. I think they can get him ready. That's fine. That's why you got Joe Flacco, right? Is because he understands the offenses and has been in so many. It's not an ideal circumstance, no. Um, because to your point, I think DTR was making strides. Like I, one one of the biggest issues I had around the quarterback position today, Andrew, was the protections. Mm -hmm. uh, the protection was not great at all. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why we we stopped helping Jerron Christian right. at all, uh, but he was getting beat up uh, a good portion of the afternoon, especially in the second half. And, um, yeah, I thought DTR handled it well. He got it out of the pocket. He threw balls away that needed to be thrown away. He made some actually some very accurate passes that should have been caught uh and uh to your point i mean it should have been a tie game mm -hmm. you know uh on the two-point conversion yep. yeah the throw could have been better but cooper doesn't drop that ever right uh just yep. some weird stuff there and i thought yep. he played a better game than probably the stats show 
mm-hmm. uh, and was kind of finding his rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would question once again why. Uh, I know everybody's pounding this. I got, I get it early, and I know we're talking about quarterback here, and I'm getting off topic a little bit. Just game plan wise, with the quarterback and DTR and everything, sure. came out throwing the ball a lot, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought early that made sense because there was a good portion of heavy boxes. Like I think the yeah. the Broncos came out ready to stop the run and make DTR beat you. Now, at some point they loosened that up and they started to get five, seven, ten mm-hmm. per run, but they went back to the pass and. and I, I wonder sometimes that sometimes we've seen Stefanski do this and I'm I'm not I don't want to be critical of Stefanski necessarily because I think he's done an amazing job this year but uh, I feel like he needed to stay with the run at some point um, yeah. and see how far you could push that until you had to go back to like you know throwing it all over the yard um, yeah. I mean, I think one of the big problems is that they keep putting themselves, especially on the road, in these negative game scripts where they're down. And so, you know, you you kind of have to lean on the pass to, to get back into the game. I thought, you know, uh, at the point that they with the that the injury took place, they were finally at a place where they could have good mixture run and pass because they were within a touchdown and and yes. had the momentum. And and then you know the the quarterback gets hurt, and you know I I I, I felt pretty confident when he right before he got hurt, that that was a game that they were going to win. Because yeah. I thought the quarterback was finding, I thought the defense was adjusting. Now, I think it would have been interesting to see how the defense would have performed. I mean, Miles Garrett has an injury uh, that we'll talk about here in a second. It would have been interesting to see how the defense performed, given, you know, if, if the, for example, the Browns had gone down and scored there, if DTR stays in the game, you know, how does the defense play in that situation? But But overall, I thought, you know, they had the momentum and had the offense stuff working later, but but let's talk about this now because the the this is a trend now on the road. Last time they were on the road in Baltimore, they gave up an early lead. Uh, you go back to the game against Seattle, they gave up a, a, a big early lead. The Indianapolis game, they were down early. Um, they have made a habit this year of getting in deep holes early and then trying to dig themselves out and especially now that they're they're on their third or fourth or fifth choice at quarterback, it puts them in an almost unwinnable position because you're asking quarterbacks that have not had a lot of experience with the offense to do too much. The same thing, by the way, will happen with Joe Flacco. The Jets yeah. asked him to throw 55 times last year, and he threw a bunch of picks. Yeah. They have to be with this, the, the deficit that they have at the offensive line and quarterback, they have to be playing from ahead. I don't know what the defense needs to do to figure it out, but they cannot just allow touchdowns to start the game and then get warm. They have to figure this out, Brad. Yep. No, it has to be figured it out because you're you're doing exactly what every defense is scheming up to do to you. So right. every every team is coming in to try to make you one dimensional as a passing team. And by giving up points on the first drive of the game or any time in the first quarter, you're leaning right into that for them. I, right. I mean, you're, you're, you know, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage there mm-hmm. where, um, 
you just have to you have to pass the ball more than you're really comfortable with doing probably and and probably having to get off whatever script you came into the game with if you're down 14 nothing probably right. sooner than expected i would think right and we've talked about in the past how good Stefanski is with scripting up the start of play the, of games mm-hmm. in the past we haven't really seen that as much this year no we have not the opposite um, in fact the opposite in fact yeah, yeah. so uh, that yep. does ha- that has to stop, and I'm sure Schwartz is aware of it. You know, when they were getting beat at the end of games, it was very direct and oppressor than said, we have to evaluate what's right. happening at the end of games. We have to do mm-hmm. something different. I expect to hear something similar this week if he gets press yep. availability yep. Uh, to the fact that, yes, we know we're being exposed early on in games, and it has to stop. Uh, yep. I'm sure he's aware of it. So um, they got to get healthy, too. Right, uh, so that's the next thing I want to talk about. Let's talk yeah. about the injuries because I, I saw Amari Cooper <sighs> leave the game. Uh, obviously, Dorian Thompson Robinson is confer- was confirmed out with a concussion, so that you know that means he's going to be in the protocol. We know how that goes. I saw that Stefanski said post game that Cooper's X rays were negative, so he's okay. But he took a a nasty shot, a, a shot on which again I think they could have thrown a flag. Yes, and, and I think something has to be said about the Denver. Uh, defenders tackling in a in an aggressive and dirty manner repeatedly, especially considering one of their players, one of their captains, I believe, is suspended for four games currently for the second time this year for um, you know ba- basically those types of dirty hits. So, uh, yeah. given what Sean Payton went through in New Orleans, uh, being suspended for a year for Bounty Gate, um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think I'm I'm looking at that as the season goes on, but. But to the injury point, obviously we saw Miles Garrett not able to contribute in the way that we're accustomed to because he's got it sounds like a rib injury from from what the sideline report was during the game. A rib um, or a wrist? A rib, I thought. I thought they were okay. talking about his his sort of here and his he wasn't able to lift his left shoulder. So yeah, yeah, that must have been it. I, I thought I heard wrist, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. He doesn't look like he's moving properly, so it right. has to be. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh-huh. And then you you mentioned Gron Christian is filling in still for Jed Wills. Yeah, that seems like it's kind of running its course now, which is is concerning. Dewan Jones was out of the lineup for a few plays again, and James Hudson came in and got a false start. Um, the team feels to me, Brad, under siege from an injury standpoint. Where we didn't we didn't mention obviously they missed Denzel Ward a ton because yep. Greg Newsom was unable to stick with Cortland Sutton all day long. You can't play um, man with with him on the outside. It doesn't feel like a it. Good wide receiver, he got cooked twice. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah. I mean So so injury-wise, obviously they're in a tough spot because they're staying out on the West Coast. They have a a a, a week here where they're, you know, they're they're going to be uh, there's, there's going to be a ton of adversity coming into that Los Angeles game and it's not like it gets easier from there. They bye week is far in the rear view. And what I would say, Brad, here <laughs> yeah. that I felt like I saw from from players that were coming in for players that were injured, I have not seen enough stepping up from players that are that are kind of coming into positions when other players are injured. Um, you yeah. know, obviously Garan Christian at times has done okay, uh, but overall, it feels to me like um, they're just kind of running into. Uh, running out of players. I mean, you know, uh, you know, we talk about, we didn't even mention, you know, obviously Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford is only getting this many touches because Nick Chubb is, is lost for the season. Ford, I think left some yards on the field uh, this game. Uh, and then Pierre strong who has, you know, people were clamoring for him to touch the ball. He can't handle it on a reverse. It, it, it feels like this was a game where we needed to see somebody unexpected step up and kind of Yay. make a play or two. And that just continued not to happen. JOK is the one guy that I'll shout out because he was everywhere on defense. But he was. But yeah, just just I mean, what when a team is suffering this many injuries, Brad, where do they go? What do they turn to? 
Um, I think you have to turn to each other. You have to turn to get back to what you do at your very, at your very core, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, uh, which is kind of why I expected to see more in the run game today than we did. But I, I guess. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think you have a week here. I don't know what Emerson looked dinged at times today too. We're gonna have to get a total injury report, but they all look kind of beat up. Like there's guys playing hurt out there too. Um, so I don't know. I, I probably will get Miles to play next week. Probably Cooper too. I'm guessing. You know what I mean? I don't think those are long term injuries. But you, you, I mean, the drops have to stop, right? Like you just, mm-hmm. they need a week. Maybe this week helps to get away from everything and and refocus because, um, you know, they did a great job getting through the AFC North back-to-back. I mean, a, a, a tremendous job. But they are beat up, and they really need to get maybe readjust what they at what they figure out what they do best here, right? Like, get back to your core stuff you're a defensive team that should be playing complimentary football and not turning the ball over you did the exact opposite today uh now you're dealt another blow as your young quarterback who looked like he was coming into his own and maybe would provide some sort of a ceiling is out with a concussion um but you can't once again you already made this point you can't ask joe flacco to come in and drop back 40 times they can't do so it's just not gonna work so you're gonna have to a fix the defensive the start problem you have to get off to a faster start on offense or get stops on defense preferably Mm -hmm. stops on defense right Mm -hmm. to keep yourself in the game and then you have to be able to establish a run game at some point right early in the game like it can't be waiting till halfway through the second quarter and then okay now we've loosened them up and i know that's what they did today but man it feels like they need to do more earlier right like you're asking so much from quarterbacks not capable of just taking all three downs to pass the ball all over the yard early in games when the game is in the balance yeah. uh andrew their their defense has afforded them a certain margin for error in certain games mm-hmm. turnover wise and so forth but when you get a team like denver who plays the same style where they want to take it away they don't want to turn it over they want to make less mistakes than you and beat you that margin for air kind of goes away right. um and they that's what they did today is they they squeezed that margin for air they made some plays we didn't we dropped some they made some catches that's the difference in the game and, of course, losing DTR. I mean, you're right. They were right there, uh, mm-hmm. down five with the ball. Um, it's unfortunate. You feel like you could beat that team when you're fully healthy and oh, everything's sure. clicking. Yeah. And um, so that's unfortunate. But coming, I, I would say coming into this, uh, 
West Coast trip, you would have preferred to have this one, but you got to get a split. Right. So all things, you know, turn to how do you get a win in Los Angeles next week with Joe Flacco? I, I don't know, Andrew. How do you? What do you? What's your plan for Joe Flacco? What do you want to see? You want to? You know? I mean, how? Do you, well, I think what you just said, but I think they've got to figure out. I mean, Matt Stafford went nuclear on the Cardinals today so uh you know um I mean they they have a the defense has a different challenge ahead of them especially if there's continue to be injuries with Ward you know I mean Newsom has really been struggling recently looks like to me I see a player that's struggling with his confidence because he doesn't seem decisive on his breaks so you know and, and and I think there was some stuff that they put on film today run defense wise that smart coaches like Sean McVay are gonna find right so yeah the question really to me is can the defense avoid putting them in a big hole? And so part of that is obviously the offense needs to be able to move the ball, but part of it is also just get off the field once or twice in the first quarter, instead of just letting the other team hold the ball for the entire period. Yeah. This adjustment thing is just not, it's great. It's a historic defense, but they're also historically bad so far in the beginning of games and not always to their fault, but today it certainly was right. I mean, they were, I mean, Russ, a smart, intelligent quarterback, wasn't necessarily doing it with his arm, but was able to identify where the issues were in the run game and audible to the correct run plays. And they ran that trap about three times up the middle for about 10 yards. I mean, that stuff is going to happen against uh, good quarterbacks that have been in the league for 10 plus years. And you're going to get that next week, too. So you have to sure that up. Yeah, they, they need to be better on on defense. Uh, you know, I mean, the, I know that they were given the Broncos were given a short field on that turnover, but um, you know, you know, overall the the defense needed needed to be better today for them to win this game, and they weren't. Um, I know that the offense also had issues, yeah. and the turnovers continue to be a huge problem, as you rightly point out. But the defense needed to be better today, and uh, it's a it's a frustrating loss. There's no doubt about it. Big picture, you're right. They need to be one and one over the road trip um they've bought themselves a little bit of slack considering the hot start right seven and three with the wild card picture around the league the bills are in overtime right now they can afford to lose they can afford to drop one of these but they cannot afford to go to seven and five um you know because then then they're in a situation where they're going to be you know possibly on the outside looking in or around the edges rather than you know firmly in the fifth seed yeah um and you'd like to see them stay in touching distance of the division as well, because I don't think that you can rule that out. The Ravens are dealing with injuries of their own. We know how, you know, inconsistent they have been at times, I guess I would say. Uh, and, um, you know, Lamar at times has picked up injuries late in the season. So I, not that I'm rooting for that at all, but you, you don't you don't want to just start giving up ground here. Uh, and two games in a row would certainly be that. So obviously big challenge ahead of them uh, going, going to Los Angeles and, uh, you know, I think then you look beyond that, and then it's another tough game the week after that when they've got Jacksonville at home. So their next two games are are no cakewalk. Uh, so they, you know, they really need to find a way to to win this one in Los Angeles. I think. Um, Andrew, question here, just kind of sure. looking at some of the stuff in the chat for you. Uh, you know how how comfortable are you with you? You think it's a no brainer that they go to Flacco here? They they can't go to PJ Walker. Right? No, I think the whole reason they signed Joe Flacco is because they know it's they can't the go to situation, PJ Walker. Right. Yeah. I, I, and I think, I, I think it would be pretty irresponsible to try and rush a quarterback, a, a young rookie quarterback back off of a concussion. So yeah, you can't. this is why you have Joe Flacco here. So it's, it, you know, 
I, I actually think you can second guess whether why they didn't make him active for this game. They could have absolutely added him to the practice squad uh, or added him to the active roster as an elevation this week and made him active as the third quarterback exactly for the situation that ended up unfolding. And I'm not saying he would have been ready to run this offense entirely, but I would have rather seen Joe Flacco come into that game than P.J. Walker. I think the P.J. Walker experiment is just about over. I think his his problem with ball security is going to doom them in every game that he plays. So I think you have to go to Flacco and hope that you can run the basically the DTR offense, but with a with a veteran quarterback instead of a young guy. That's that's I think that's the move. Whether or not it works, I mean, listen, you know, it, it's not fun to talk about, but the Browns have had their backs up against the wall for weeks now with injuries. It's just the truth. The, the, the entire season has been played with their backs up against the wall because they keep having to change quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, the the longest uninterrupted streak of play is they got three games from Deshaun Watson to start the season. And then they got three games from PJ Walker in the middle of the season. And they've played 11 that, you know, that is exceptional quarterback turbulence and it absolutely will undo your season. And I think, I think the Browns are fortunate to be seven and four. And I think if they want to make the playoffs, they have to find a way to get this win next week. hundred percent. Uh, you know, the quarterback turbulence, no Nick Chubb, no both tackles. Then right. your backup tackle who came in to look like he's, you know, a tremendous rookie. You lose him. Uh, you know, your point about Jerron Christian, you know, I think that I don't know what you do there. You're going to have to help him. Like, mm-hmm. to, you, to your point, he had done a really good job filling in as a journeyman up to this mm-hmm. point, better than could be expected, but... Uh, you know, you're putting this stuff on tape every week. Somebody's going to figure something out. Yeah. Uh, they did a really good job at the end of the game there. You saw with the fire zone stuff where they were, mm-hmm. you know, mugging the, the, uh, a B gaps and then dropping out and then bringing guys off the edge. And the Browns were nowhere near close to identifying it or picking it up. That is something though, that you would like to think a veteran quarterback like Flacco could identify in protections right yeah, for like sure. picking up blitzes like you know a couple games ago it was uh i forget what the team it was but they were very obviously blitzing the same time they brought the safety down behind mm-hmm. a, a guy every time and dtr or pj walker whoever was in the game was not identifying it so you would right. like to think that the move to flacco at least is an upgrade in identifying what you're getting here and giving him time to throw and make throws. Because, you know, I think Stefanski will give him enough answers with Njoku, sure. Cooper. The one bright spot today, Cedric Tillman, mm-hmm. right? Looked yep. better. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree. I think that, that the, the veteran presence will help this team. I, I think it will help settle the offense down. I think at times the offense is is sort of it's a bunch of you know it's a it's a bunch of young guys and Amari Cooper really I mean I, I David Njoku now is a leader but his struggles the last two weeks have have really I think cast a pall over his season um you know he, he has not been who they wanted him or need him to be over the past two weeks you need the quarterback to kind of get in in the room in the huddle and and kind of settle everybody down I think especially in road games, right? You saw some false starts today. As you mentioned before, they put the ball on the ground five times. You, you just can't win in the NFL that way. And I think a, I think some of that is having a, a little bit of a veteran at the wheel. And, and, and you know, hopefully 
there there does come some of that recognition, getting them in better plays, avoiding you know free rushers, that sort of thing that I think we saw them struggle with at times today. So overall, I, I think the move to Flacco, you know, was probably going to happen at some point, and in a way, it happening via an injury is you know arguably cleaner because you you know you you don't want to replace a young quarterback for performance. I hate to see him get hurt, especially on a dirty hit like that, but here we are. And, uh, you know, they just have to continue to fight forward. I, I mean, we've talked all season about this team's resilience. They weren't able to be resilient within this game. They weren't able to, to, you know, and they were, it just enough. wasn't enough. Right. Exactly. They, they were resilient. They weren't resilient enough that they have a huge test of their resilience coming up against, I think a, a, a Rams team that is better than people think can certainly score points, will be pesky on defense, you know, and and in a double back, you know, a back-to-back road game situation that is going to test every player on the team. And, you know, in other games this year, we've seen players step up when needed. We didn't see that today, and I expect to see it next week because I think that's what this team has done. You get you get to eight and four, come back home eight and four, you know, with with no more cross-country road trips to go. And I think you feel pretty good about where you're at. So yeah, that, you know, this week at the OBR will be a lot about. I'm sure we will break down how the Browns lost this game, but I don't think you need a ton of expert analysis to help you understand <laughs> what happened. Frankly, um, we will, I'm sure, pivot pretty quickly to how they beat the the Rams because that's the big question and the big task ahead of them. Uh, we obviously will be updating the injury situation for all of the players that left with injuries today. We'll have shows all week. We'll have Jake's chalk talk tomorrow night, I believe. Uh, although he is dealing with a personal matter and so might not be available. So stay tuned for updates on that tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday night, obviously, we'll have a preview of the Rams with uh, Mike Keefe and then Garage Beers. Wednesday night, OBR Weekly, we'll dive into the first day of practice, figure out where who's going to be on the field for Sunday, see if we can put together a roster. And then Thursday night, uh, Brad Ward right there will be with you for all eyes in Cleveland, getting you ready for, for uh, next weekend's game, which will be a big one. So um, that we'll have it all covered from every angle this week on the OBR. Hope you join us there. Um, we appreciate you joining us here tonight. I know it wasn't the result that a lot of us were hoping for, uh, but even in a loss, I think that there, you know, you can still take some things away and, and hopefully we helped you, uh, sort through some things here with this, uh, this game. Any last thoughts, Brad, before we wrap this up? Just that, you know, there's a reason I like this team so much. It's because of their resolve. It's because they fought through everything that they've been through so far this year. They mm-hmm. weren't going to go undefeated the rest of the way. Um, you lose a tough one here with some injuries. Uh, you look to get right next week. Uh, it's a, a critical week for your season. But listen, um, I don't shy away from my passion for this team any less because of this loss right like like okay they tried they fought um but it's about overcoming what they have to overcome this week against the rams to move forward and they've proven to us that they can do it so uh let's look for them to bounce back next week in a get right spot i know on the road back to back not really but they need it they gotta have it and so far this year when they've had to have it they've done it so uh have a little faith and go browns baby get healthy get right and we'll cover it all for you at the obr there you go thank you so much brad for your time thank you to ian mcbride behind the scenes for running things for us so smoothly uh thank you to all of you for joining lots of great comments as always i'm sorry we didn't get to more of them uh it's tough after a loss right it's it's not quite the same as a as a uh a sub train after a win. So uh, hopefully we'll get back to those winning ways next week and we'll party with everybody uh, after a big win in, in Los Angeles. So uh, for 
Brad Ward for Ian McBride behind the scenes. My name is Andrew Spade. Thank you for joining us. Uh, stay tuned to the OBR all week, and uh, we'll be back here again tomorrow night at uh, 7. Until then, go Browns. <laughs>